Hello, everybody, and welcome to your week four check-in. Hey, Maz. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone's had a lovely week. Um, Just before we get stuck into these questions, we just want to say that by now you would have received a message from us about our new programs that are going to be available from the 12th of February, uh, which we're really excited about. And we're really um, happy that we've done this because now we have clients that have been with us for a while and some are fresh as well. So we've got options for everybody, um, which is amazing. Um, And we really hope that you that you like this. And we're really excited about the pro plan, which is going to give you loads of um, nice workouts. Uh, they're programmed for a reason, as you know, and you've been following them. So um, we really highly recommend doing those if you're at maintenance. And then if you're somebody who hasn't quite got to where you want to be, uh, then we highly, highly recommend staying with us um, for another round of Fit Female Project, which is our six-week project, so that we can actually coach you. Um, because it does take a while to get into the swing of things. Um, results don't happen overnight. And with the six-week plan, you then get the ability to um, to contact us, speak to us, and we get to coach you um, so that you know how to then go on to it um, on your own, which is what we want you to do. Right, Maz? Yeah, exactly. Like many people have been able to do, maintain their results so well, um, but still train hard and have a bit of a structure. So, yeah, very yeah. exciting. Yes. Okay, should we get to it? Let's go for it. Okay, first question from Sarah. I'm nearly at my 10 kg weight loss goal, but could possibly lose a bit more fat. The calories I'm having now are 1600 a day. So what would my maintenance calories be and how do I work that out? I'm actually managing fine with the calories, like I'm never starving. So maybe I should keep them at that because I'm sure I do go over a bit. Thanks. So happy I joined FFP. We are delighted that you joined us, Sarah. You've been an absolute joy. Um, so really good point, actually, about going over on your calories um, when you're tracking them, because we all do it. Like we're human and <laughs> we all we all just whack something into the tracker now and again because we've not got the time or we're just, you know, you can never be wholly accurate with anything like this. So that's a really good point that you, you maybe acknowledge that you're probably going over a little bit, but that's okay because you're still losing losing weight and it's working for you. So what we'd suggest is if you have got a little bit more body fat to lose and you want to lose that weight, I would suggest you stay at the same calories that you're at, at the moment. They've been working for you. Um, so stick with those. And then when you're ready to maintain your weight and move on to your maintenance calories, that's our job as your coaches to work that out for you and let you know. So you don't have to work that out yourself um, unless you're on the pro plan, um, of course. But if you uh, want to work that out before you move on to that plan, then um, just get in contact with us, send us an email and we can work that out for you. Yeah. Uh, Josephine, advice for when you get off track and you're trying to get back into routine. I had a bunch of life changes and stress happen and I'm trying to get back into routine and not be hard on myself for getting off track for the past three weeks. Um, oh, Josephine, we hope you're okay. Um, God, this is life. Like life is going to always throw things at us and it's sort of like learning how to cope with this. Um, that's going to be the most important thing. Um, so, so firstly, I think get back on track straight away. Don't wait till Monday. Don't wait till Friday. Just be like, okay, I'm going to get back to it um, and just get some uh, routine. And the, the positive from this is if you have 
haven't been sticking to the plan and things have been a little bit like off track, then whatever you do is a bonus and a step in the right direction. Um, so plan your week, even the tiniest things, plan your walks, plan some food. Or if that feels overwhelming, then stick to our um, all of our advice. You know, our podcast that we said uh, that we called How to Stay on Track Without Tracking. It's that mindful um, sort of everyday um, sort of activities that, that you can do to, to still make progress eating whole foods um, and things like that. Uh, but don't let another week happen. You have, have, have to get on track and you're going to feel so much better. Yeah. Christina, are calorie counters on fit watches usually accurate for hit workout classes? Yard, the calorie counters <laughs> on your watches are the bane of Chelsea and I's li- our lives um, <laughs> because we get so caught up in them. Um, so the estimates on your watches for your calories burnt, especially during your uh, workouts, are notoriously inaccurate. And I found a study from Stanford University, which compared seven different um, wristwatches and their fit- fitness trackers. And the most accurate estimate of calories was off by 27%. That's the best, that's the best watch is off by 27%. So you may think that you've burned 200 calories when in fact you've burned 150 calories. The least accurate was a whopping 93% off. So honestly, I really, really don't want you to stress about the calories on your watch. I want you to go into that hit class and give it your all. Get sweaty when they say go hard, really go for it. Um, don't stress about if one class you burn more calories than the other. It doesn't matter. Um, use your watches for data like steps and heart rate, um, which are which are really, really useful pieces of data. But I do think that we can get caught up in like the calories burnt in our workouts. Yeah, and also, we've said it a million times, but we'll say it again as well. You can train and train and train and do hit class after hit class, but if you've got, you can't train just to burn your calories off. You really can't because it's just never going to work. It's not. So that's why our food is the number one thing for fat burning, not exercising. Um, Elaine, and also, what about using the watch to tell the time? We forgot about that. I know my watch is eight minutes slow. I don't know how to fix it. And so when I'm in my sessions, I'm trying to do maths all the time, trying to work out what time, what we're on. Am I behind schedule? Am I in front of schedule? Oh my God. (laughs) We need to go old school. We just need a normal watch. I know. Um, Elaine, your her question, Elaine's question is kind of similar to Victoria's as well, which we'll say next to. Um, so when should you drop your calories as you're losing weight? I'm almost at stone, so should I revise my calories down a little bit at this point? Um, and then Victoria, I'll read Victoria's too. Do I eat in the same fifteen hundred calories deficit my whole weight loss journey until I reach my goal, or will I need to go even lower at some point? Um. So with this, you don't need to change anything uh, if it's working. So the calories that you're on, 
um, still mean that you're making progress, so you're you're losing weight, then that's fine. You're still in your deficit. When you do need to change it is when your weight plateaus, uh, then we need to address that. So if you're weighing in similar weights for, for a while and you're not on your period or you, you nothing, you know, you haven't been for dinner or something like that, then um, then I would send us a message and be like okay actually maybe we need to make some changes um and yeah if it's if it's working it's working stick with the stick with the plan and then um victoria also said i would also love to know more about maintenance calories once once i've reached my goal um, and we brought that up at the beginning of the pod too we'll help you out um but it's like that is another different kettle of fish so let's just get to where we need to be um and then maintaining is is fantastic because your calories go up (laughs) yeah you get more food Mm. and more energy okay sarah jane bennett i'm starting to think about the end goal before i go to maintenance i've gotten really lean and barring a tiny bit of stubborn belly fat i'm really happy with where i am I'm more hungry this week and it's making me feel a bit miserable, but I know that's my cycle mixed with the fact that my calories have been low for quite a while now. So my question is, how do I decide when enough is enough with weight loss? I know it's incredibly individual, but are there questions I should be asking myself to help make the decision? So a couple of people have felt this way. Katie underneath is kind of the same. I'll read hers in a minute, but... um, I know that you've been having a discussion with a few people on the group about this, Sarah, and I really, my heart really goes out to you because you have been dieting for a long time and you've dropped an awful lot of weight and you're in a really lean spot. And I think that the good questions to ask yourself for all of you that are thinking this in your head, you know, you've been dieting for a long time, questions could be, do I feel confident in my clothes? Do I feel confident with my current lifestyle balance? Is my health currently in a good place and do I feel physically fit? And then what's the cost benefit of going further? Is it worth it? Yes, Sarah, you can dig a little bit harder. You can lose that tiny bit of stubborn belly fat. But the reality is you're either going to have to stay on those calories or we may have to go a little bit lower depending on if you plateau or not. And therefore, it's going to restrict your life even for even longer. So I would ask yourself those questions I'd be so proud of yourself for how far you've come and um and know that if you feel like you've hit a maintenance stage how bloody wonderful and you should be so proud of that because that is such an achievement to be like I'm done I'm here I've done it I feel good and um now let's work on keeping it which again is another battle in itself because arguably maintaining your weight is always going to be a little bit harder than losing the weight so um prep yourself for that mentally but um yeah and ask yourself those questions and get back to us with your goal Katie Crook, when I get to maintenance, I'm worried I'll put weight on. Can I have some reassurance on what maintenance actually is, please? And last thing, I promise, (laughs) I'm stressing about when we're on holidays. Quite a few books for hubby's big birthday. One of the hotels has a gym, no problem. But one of them uh, in the summer doesn't. It has a pool. Shall I take my bands? Will I lose strength? Right, Katie, please stop panicking. We love you. But calm down. You're doing great. It's going to be fine. Right, listen to this. So maintenance, um, that basically is when you get to where you want to be. 
um, your calories will go up and that means that you will maintain the weight that you are, that you're at. If you're stressed about increasing your calories, then you don't have to bump them up um, straight away and be like, oh my God, is this going to work and panic? We can do it slowly. Um, there's different ways of doing it. Different people, you know, have have different processes. So we don't have to go crazy at the beginning and, and uh, we can take it one step at a time. Um, maintenance is basically um, increasing your calories so that your body isn't using its fat stores as an energy source. So it's just going to keep everything as is. Um, And then please don't stress about your holidays. We want you to have an incredible holiday and feel amazing. Uh, We've got, when it comes, when it's nearer the time as well, we'll be putting out a lot more content about about holidays and and things like that because people will be going away. Um, But we we want you to have a lovely time. You can train, you can walk, you can move. We've already got a podcast on what to do. So we advise listening to that. We've got, what's it? Holiday and social hacks to stay on track. Mm. Uh, You'll be yeah. fine you can use the uh, app for your workouts if there's a gym but then if one of them doesn't it really um it really will be okay because you won't lose that much um that much muscle um and if you want to bring some bands that's great body weight great walking great swimming great you are going to have the best time yeah for sure sarah graham how did i manage to lose weight this week when i've not moved gymmed and have been eating as much as normal (laughs) (laughs) um so what you need to understand everyone is that weight loss isn't always instant if you've been consistent for a long time then a couple of days won't ruin your progress and that's really good for everyone to remember because it's like if you go on a family weekend somewhere and you're stressing that you're going to ruin everything it's not going to similarly if you are at home unable to get to the gym um unable to get your steps in as much as long as you've been consistently doing it month after month after month your body won't suddenly put on a load of weight, right? So um, think of this as a long-term thing, yeah, rather than just like day by day. Um, Ellie, how best to train and eat for your cycle? Uh, well, we have a very good podcast on this, um, which will be, I think it's 20 or 30 minutes, really, really helpful. Uh, but the number one thing is that we're all different. So we don't really give um, advice. You know, there's like cycle syncing, things like that. Um, and that's quite a popular thing at the moment. Lots of people will say what specific foods you should be eating. Uh, we we think that you should listen to your body. Um, but you can find we really also want you to eat uh, lots of whole healthy foods instead of loads of junk food, which is what we sometimes crave. So find healthy swaps for things that you're normally craving. And let's keep it real. Sometimes we do actually need a little bit of willpower um, and grit for when you want to, you know, dive into that chocolate tin. But I, I honestly think then so many clients have said that this has helped, like still prioritizing protein um, and having those nice filling meals sometimes really, really help you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Helen, I'm going to my friend's hen next weekend. I won't be able to track and I'd rather not have to do it in front of people. Is that okay not to track? 
just make conscious choices and use Chelsea's tips for drinking <laughs> soda water or low-cal fizzy in between drinks. Um, so, Helen, totally fine not to track. I really get it. You don't want to have to um, get out your phone every five minutes. You want to live in the moment. Totally fine. Use mm. the hacks that you've learned. With the spirits and diet tonic and soda is great for your booze. Um, if you don't know if they're going to have some, maybe pick some up on the way so that you've already covered your bases. Um, a glass of water in between each drinks. And then I would actually share with your friends the fact that you are on this program or you're doing something for yourself and you're on a kind of a, a health kit. You know, you can call it whatever you like. Because I think when it comes to all the treats and the snacks and everything that's going around, if people know that actually you want to really enjoy the dinner that you're going out for if you're or if you're at um you know an airbnb or something something you want to enjoy the meal rather than all of the junky bits that go around it like the cupcakes and the and the crisps and all of that you know i think remember that though that kind of stuff is always going to be there and um it's going to save you a lot of calories if you just save your food for the proper meals with your group um that's kind of what i would recommend really be really intuitive with it but be really sensible and smart so that we don't kind of go a bit overboard Cora, any tips not to let the scales fluctuations get to me? I saw a new low last week and since then it's gone up every time I've weighed in today and I'm weighing three pounds heavier than the low I saw last week. I know weight fluctuates and I think I know why it has this week, but it still gets to me sometimes and it's very frustrating. I was so happy seeing it drop down last week and it's so disheartening to see it go up again. Any tips to try and not let it get to me would be great. Thanks. Um, Yeah. So I think when you look at a number, if the scales are fluctuating, they're going up and down, I think you need to readdress um, the basics. So you need to look and look at your, maybe look at your MyFitnessPal um, or look at your um, protein targets or your calorie targets in our app and be like, am I doing the basics? Am I sticking to my calories and tracking every day? Am I eating? Am I sticking to my macros? Am I drinking water? Am I getting my steps in? Am I doing those things? If the answer to that is yes, then you are doing a great job and just keep going. If the answer is no, then you need to do everything that we've said to do. Um, you need to track every day. You need to hit your protein target. You need to eat nice, delicious whole foods. And then you'd be like, okay, I can see progress. But I honestly think you just have to look and be like, am I doing everything I've been told to do? If the answer is yes, then keep going. You are on track um, and, and you're doing a great job. If the answer is no, then do what we've asked. Yeah, it's like thinking about the actions rather than the results. Am I doing all of the actions? Yeah. And if you are, then we can't, you know, then then there's nothing more you can do. You can go to bed at night thinking, I've really put everything into this. I've done it all. Um, and it's a conversation that we've had with quite a lot of people this week about, are you taking the actions to yeah. get the result? Because if you're not, then unfortunately the result won't come as quickly as you want it to. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah think actions action this week yeah um yeah. debbie as an older woman the aesthetic i would like aren't necessarily achievable 
especially after having three kids and a hysterectomy. I'm always going to have bad stretch marks and excess skin around my tummy. How do we work out what our our ideal weight is and then just work on staying well-nourished and getting strong? I absolutely bloody love this question. Um, I read it again and again because I just thought it relates to so many people and no doubt it's going to relate to me in a few months time when suddenly my body, I'm about to have a baby in June and my body will not look how it looked pre-baby. and I probably will have more stretch marks and I, and you know, and I think that I'm kind of in this with you, like how mentally do you get your head around that and not feel shit about yourself um, and want to kind of still look and feel strong and sexy. Um, so I think in your case, Debbie, you firstly, you're doing so well. You're already looking She's really lean. Doing um, amazing. She's doing so well. What is it? She thinks she's like five kg down already or something. Um, but her so pictures, you, like do you, we yeah. saw them yesterday, we were like, oh my god, she looks insane. Yeah, like your bum, like your bum's really lifted. You know, you can see you've been training really hard. Um, and I think that it's now about finding where you feel happy in your skin um, and where you feel happy in your clothes. So I want you to lose sight of the scale weight number. Sometimes they can be really helpful for people to have little mini targets along the way. And we set them for people because fat loss kind of goals like that can be really helpful. But I think in this case, I think they're not. I think that, you know, you're not far off being you know you're looking great already I can't tell you how you want to look you, you you'll have to tell us but I think that once you get to a spot where you think actually I feel really strong and and good in my skin then we we start kind of working on that maintenance and getting you strong and I love what you said about nourishing your body um with your Mm. foods and wanting to kind of be like the healthiest happiest version of yourself um you know Mm. we can always do more we can push harder um we can always get leaner we can always drop more body fat but what's the cost of that you know it's like is it worth it be like we were saying to Sarah earlier what when when is enough enough um and yeah, I think that's when, whenever you feel confident enough and you feel happy and you feel sexy and you feel good, then I think that's a, that's a good signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, will there be separate or different workouts um, and a separate group chat for girls doing the FFP Pro, Arlene? Uh, yes. So there will be a separate group chat for the girls doing FFP Pro. Um, and there will be, uh, with your workouts, um, you're basically going to get access to all of the phases, um, as well as like the um, as ab workouts, as body weight workouts, band workouts. So it's like a whole library um, of different programs and workouts but we really want everybody to continue so say for example if you've just finished phase four uh the program then we want you to then move on to phase five the phase five program um and follow that because each program that we've like as we've gone along we've progressed exercises and uh you should be able to 
do them basically now so there's a reason for for all of it um and yeah we want you to still stick to that we don't want you to chop and change um like and do like work out from phase one for one week and then a workout from phase like five or something uh hopefully that makes sense yeah and just to clarify that if you are already on phase six we will be adding the new phases every six weeks like like usual so you'll be able you will then go on to phase seven and then after six weeks we'll add in the phase eight as well so it will keep going um so you it's not like you'll have to repeat any of your workouts um victoria I have been training in the gym consistently for around a year now, but this is my first phase with Fit Female Project. I was working on growing my booty before the program and doing two legs a week with, oh, will three body sessions, cardio and eating less make me lose my bum? Any tips to make it grow? Um... And then she said, sorry for the long question and for it being a little bit body image related. (laughs) Victoria, never worry about that. You can ask us whatever you want. There's no judgment ever from us. Um, So I, a really good question about your bum. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you are in a calorie deficit. And so building muscle... If you've been consistently training for a, for a year, you should be, if you've really been pushing yourself, you should still be in the window where you can drop body fat and build muscle. If you're finding that your, your bum is going down a little bit and you're fi- basically, if you're finding that your strength in the gym is beginning to suffer and your training is beginning to suffer, then we need to look at your calories because what's going to make your bum look good is by stimulating the muscles enough time um times a week and um with enough intensity to make it grow now we have plenty of leg and glute volume in the three full body workouts for you for you to grow your glutes so that's not a problem um so i just want you to train really hard and really heavy yeah just really push yourself watch your tempo make sure every single move is intentional and think about the mind to muscle connection really think about your glutes during every single exercise and hopefully with that added intensity on your training you'll really start to see some um, progress with the shape of your glutes Mm. and I also just want to add it is so hard growing a bum like I cannot explain how like I literally at some one point I was doing so much glute work and then I would like see someone they'll be like oh your shoulders look good and I'm like what I'm not even training my shoulders it's hard if you're like genetically if you're not keeping sort of like if you don't store much fat in that area or like yeah it's really really hard but you it just takes time it actually takes more time and also you'll see some programs online that will say oh grow booty you've got to be in a a surplus calorie surplus which is really difficult as well because we we spoke about this last week like some people go into a calorie surplus and they put weight on everywhere else apart from their bum like it's it's so difficult yeah finding the balance of that and then also if you are in a surplus finding the balance of like how much of that booty that I've put on is body fat and how much is muscle Mm. like that's it's really difficult so yeah just keep going for it I want to see you training and send us some videos Victoria I want to see you training really hard yeah 
Yeah, but Victoria's a really good example. She looks amazing and her weight is um stayed quite similar and she but with really big changes in her physique i've noticed mm. in her photos yeah so it's another example uh caroline what to do if you feel lost life is bonkers between kids house work family life all the stresses and pressures are getting to me feels like i'm always being careful every meal is high protein and what I have been eating for months, but I don't feel like I have control. I'm not tracking everything carefully as I was admittedly, but it feels like I'm trying to get very hard, but clearly, uh, but it feels like I'm trying really hard, but clearly I must not be as I feel like I've totally lost my mojo. I feel like it's all a huge fight to stay smaller and always track. I'm just exhausted. I know it's the winter and the lack of something specific to focus on, how to reinvigorate and get back to where I was um, as I feel like my goal is further away than ever. Oh, Caroline, we're sending you love. Um, so yeah god it's a lot to deal with like everything you know with work and trying to juggle everything I feel like a lot of people feel like that at the moment it's overwhelm Um, isn't it it's like complete overwhelm yeah I think get things back to basics again and um see if you have if you have time sit down for 10 minutes and maybe do some planning like write your week out um and just sort of get get that routine in even if the routine is is like I eat the same sort of same meals on rotation it can get rid of that decision fatigue um so in terms of food um even being in control of food and knowing that on a Monday you eat salmon uh rice and vegetables and on a Tuesday you have chicken rice and vegetables and then you do the same thing again and again (laughs) that can really help um and just simplifying um one thing at a time I think might help Maz have you got any other tips that can help I was just reading the question again and I think like where you say I want to get back to where I was and now feel like my goal is further away than ever I think it'd be really helpful to revisit the goal and like mm. remind remind yourself and almost remind us because you've been with us for a long time like what is the goal um is it have you got a goal weight have you got a way that you would like to feel have you got a way that you um would like to look naked like have you what's what's your goal um because i think when you remind yourself of that you then think, well, then that, what is what I'm doing at the moment getting me closer to that goal? Am I serving that goal right now? Um, because without knowing exactly what you're trying to do, it's like you're floundering. You don't like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm just trying to do these things, but it's all too much. Whereas if you make it really specific and then you make yourself some really, you know, some, some smart goals, as we call them in the fitness world, um mm-hmm. that stands for I'm gonna test my knowledge now specific measurable what's a mm. oh bugger you've lost knowledge me knowledge is not good you've got the my knowledge the is not good ones. realistic and time then the and then time. time the last is time yeah. yeah um so they need to be kind of a trackable goals rather than just like a really really big one you went right okay it could be something as simple as right I want to lose 0.5 kg a week that is an achievable goal that you can track and it's realistic um 
so make it a little bit more specific and um and maybe let's see if that works for you oh this the a stands for achievable achievable well how how apt achievable yeah yeah okay um miriam oh no this is your turn oh that's yeah um <laughs> how, okay you've got a few questions how many steps on average should we be doing on a daily basis um so we want you to be doing at least 70,000 a week um i like thinking of it as trying to get as close to 10,000 a day as you can i think that if you try and go for like 17,000 on one day and 3,000 on another day I don't know I think that I I would prefer you to be doing at least 7,000 a day uh, but get that 70,000 average in um, for the week number two cycling or rowing do not get counted in the steps so how do you account for that so that would count as your cardio we ask you to do at least 30 minutes of cardio per week Um, if you can do more that's even better Number three, if you stop having DOMS, does that mean that you're not working hard enough or do you have to lift heavier? Um, So if you've stopped having DOMS, that's because your body is getting used to the movement pattern, which is good. So when you first start a workout and you do a new exercise for the first time, your body's like, what are you doing to me? This is a new stimulus on the muscle and you're probably going to be very, very sore the next day. Um, But after training for many years, I mean, Charles, how often do you get DOMS these days if you've been doing an exercise for a long time? Yeah, not all the time. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's not very it's not very often. So it's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no reflection on how hard you're working. And then um, the last one: Do you take creatine, and how has it helped you? Um, so we've answered some questions on creatine before, just briefly. Um, it holds. It helps draw water into your muscles. Um, to help you feel. Uh, to help you be stronger. Um and help with your lifting, create a little bit more power and force from your muscles. Um, it, we, don't, we don't blanket recommend it to everyone because it can slightly alter your um, weight on the scales, which is just water weight, it's not body fat. But we know that women psychologically um, sometimes get a little bit freaked out by that. I love it as a supplement. It would be the first supplement I recommend to everyone. Um, but equally, if you do think that your relationship with scales isn't quite there yet, then it's not a total like necessity. Um, Olivia, so now we're on to nutrition questions. Um, so Olivia, colourful plate, is it mainly to have the most nutrients as possible? Sometimes beating myself up as my plate is only white and green, for example. Not sure if that makes sense. Um, yeah, we just use the colourful plate as, as like a helpful tip because if you look down at your plate and it's just all uh like beige sometimes you're like you know most fruits and most vegetables have actual color in it so as long as you've got some fruit or vegetables on plate then that's fabulous you don't have to have every color of the the rainbow on there um and then because lots of fruits and um vegetables have all your nice nutrients fiber um so so yeah that's why we say it yeah um kelly yeah oh sorry you're done. Yeah, so I just also, um, I saw another note as well on the, the um, we had a look at your uh, Olivia's food diary and maybe you're referring to like eggs and avocado on toast, um, which is fine, but you're having a really good um, variety of vegetable in your other meals. So you, you're doing a good job, Olivia. Yeah. Okay, Kelly, meal planning. I'm just not good at it. 
So is it the most fun thing in the world? No, but it was going to help you so much if you plan ahead. Okay. You need to prioritize this and make time for this if you want to see the results. So batch cook at the weekends, make your, um, proteins, cook up your proteins. So decide what you're going to have for your proteins. Make your weekly food shop intentional. Okay. So go through the food charts that are in your, um, handbooks, your Fit Vimo Project handbooks, which is all on everyone's dashboard. Decide what carbs you're going to have that week. Are you going to have like potatoes and butternut squash? Great. Decide what veg you're going to have this week. Are you going to have courgettes and broccoli? Great. What other staples do you need? Do you need fruit in the fridge? Do you need some Greek yogurt? Do you need some oats? Do you need some nuts? Like really write it out. And then you're going to have this kind of big pantry of stuff that is easy and health and healthy to just put together quickly um or make it in advance and it's really going to help you i think that just by say resigning yourself to i'm just not good at it i'm not a good cook kelly like i really am not <laughs> but i am so intentional with my food shop because i make sure that everything is going to be easy enough for me to whip in the oven, to pop in the oven or whip out the microwave and um, it's going to be there for me. Okay. So if I can do it, Kelly, so can you. I'm excited to see your food diary this week. (laughs) Sabita, does it matter what you eat at what time of the day or pre-workout, post-workout, late at night? Uh, So Sabita, think of your calories like like a budget. And you can spread them out how you like for the day. And this can be depending on what you prefer doing um, or, you know, what's going to help you the most. Some people prefer training uh, well-fed. Some people don't even want to eat in the mornings before they train. Other people, um, you know, are happy training on an empty stomach. This sort of like, you'll see a lot of... um, like social media content or lots of things online about when the best times to eat are and sometimes this is quite in depth and it's for athletes you know that's a bit more um it's more important like the timing of when they eat um is more important but for like not trying to downplay what we're up to but if we're just training like three to four times a week then we don't really have to think too much about it just think about um energy your 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 food is your energy so however you decide to fuel your body is going to help you out big time um so it depends on what you like doing really that's the best thing I can say Uh, obviously there's certain foods that can boost your energy uh but I don't know I I think just think of your calories at the moment just like a budget Mm, and there's a certain new podcast out this week which is all about intermittent fasting and it's confusing everyone because we've had so many questions about food timing now um so if you know the one i'm referring to take everything with a pinch of salt that's all we're gonna say Mm. yeah (laughs) um okay gina if not eating all of our calorie allowance, do we aim for the percentage of the macros? For example, if 128 grams is my protein allowance for full calories, and that's 30%, if I'm under the calorie allowance, I'm still aiming for 30%. Is that right? What a good question. I've never had this question before. Um, so we would like you to like blanket, we would like you all to aim for at least 100 grams of protein a day. 
This is so that we have got enough protein in your body so that you can stimulate muscle protein synthesis and your body can repair and build the muscle. Um, ideally, we'd get higher, but we get it. Some days you're going to eat a little bit less if you're busy or whatever. So yeah, just try and get that 100 gram mark, Gina, and that'll be great. Elise, a foodie question. I've heard that having something like a meringue nest is good if you're craving something sweet. However, is it best to eat these things or just reach for some fruit instead? Asking as I've such a sweet tooth. I know Elise has a sweet tooth. She's always trying mm. to find hacks. She's like, what? Like, <laughs> but you know what? It's so interesting that you've asked this question because I wondered this. I remember years ago, I remember seeing the the calories on a meringue nest and it's very low. It's this low fat and very low in calories. And you're like, brilliant. This is like, this is helping me out. But <laughs> meringue nests are pure. It's like sugar and eggs, like pure sugar and eggs. So in terms of um, calories, like, yeah, maybe it's going to be helpful. But I cannot say like, this is full. Like I, I just looked actually before this to see how many, how much sugar is in a meringue nest. And it's about like roughly obviously it depends how big the nest is roughly about 30 uh nearly 30 grams of sugar and that is what you should be having in a whole day apparently (laughs) so I don't think this is the best thing to have we would much prefer you have some fruit or something um so I'm gonna say no and I also think once you have that bit of um it's really like high high sugar that's going to make you want to have more um so i prefer you to eat your sugar within whole foods actually god i was just about to say that i think that like if i was to think about a box of chocolates once if i have Mm. one like you do how often is one enough like it it makes you it gives you the taste of the sweet the sweet kind of hit and it gives you that dopamine that you're like oh that was so good and I, I'm thinking like meringues like I love meringues like a pavlova oh my god amazing mm. oh so but good. like once you've had a bit of it because they're not super filling as well I'd probably want more and then and then you fall into the trap of oh god I'm in for a penny in for a pound um so yeah I don't know whether it's a bit of like self-preservation as well just saying actually I'll leave I'll leave the meringue for now I'll save that for a special occasion yeah um (laughs) Hannah should I be cutting out bread if I want to lose body fat is halloumi naughty (laughs) so all of you (laughs) I love that so I know all of you um I mean I know what we've just said like we'd rather you eat something whole foody than something like a meringue. But one thing that we do want to just re-emphasize for everyone is that food, there are no bad foods, okay? That like you don't have to feel that you have to cut out anything from your diet completely, yeah? Um, But in this case, for you, Hannah, like everything in moderation, um, just be sensible, if it fits into your calories and macros, then there's no drama. You know, we're only just giving advice for things like sweet treats and ultra processed foods because we think actually, is that gonna um, help your health? But for things like bread and halloumi, 
absolutely not. Like you do not need to cut that out because also what's going to happen then after you finish, uh, once you get to your goal, what, you're never going to eat bread and halloumi for the rest of your life. Like you've not, you've not taught yourself how to eat it in moderation if you just cut things out wholly, um, which is why we would mm. never say to do that. It's about learning, okay, well, this is how much of it I can have in a day. Delicious, fill your boots. Um, but kind of don't, don't think all or nothing. Mm, like how sad having to go to like, if you're like, oh, don't eat that. I'm not allowed that. Like some people say, I oh, don't eat bread. Like fair enough, you've got like an allergy or something. That's fine. But like, or an intolerance. But imagine going to Italy and not being able to have a bit of that like focaccia. Or imagine mm. going to, to Greece and not having been able to have halloumi and all those things. I'd be, oh God, it'd be gutted. I'd be gutted. Yeah, I'd be miserable. And it's like you're punishing oh. yourself and that is so not what this yeah. is about. You know, it's like you, we're not teachers telling you you're not allowed to do this and you're not allowed to do that. You can do what the hell you want. You're grown adults. Like you can eat whatever you want, but just learn in moderation. Is it okay to add another strength session in per week? Maybe one of the Christmas crackers. I just love strength training. It puts me in great form um, when I train in the mornings and I'd love to do another session. Mm. Wow. How brilliant is that? Oh, it's I so know, true. I love that. It puts you in the best mood. Um, yeah, of course. As long as you're recovering. So the reason we, we sort of schedule in your three full body workouts so that you've got enough recovery days in between and then you can do, you know, your cardio, your abs in between too. But if you feel like you want to do a little bit more, then you could add, um, yeah, one of the upper body workouts in if you want to. Um, yeah, the little 30 minute ones or you can add one of the ab workouts in. You could add one of the banded workouts in if you're going to be on the pro team. You can, yeah, add another one in. Go for it. Yeah. Hannah Sharma, out of curiosity, how do you guys work out the rest times between sets? Some of mine are 90 seconds and some are 60. Good question. So some of the exercises will be using bigger muscle groups and will be more physically physically taxing than others. Um, so you should feel like you need 90 seconds before you go again after those exercises. Um, but your smaller muscle groups um, may need like less rest. So that's why you would just get 60 seconds for those. Yeah. And then also, I suppose some of, the su some of them are supersets and we've put like 60 seconds in between with your supersets. But like in your superset, you might be working like upper body and lower body. And then mm. in that case, if you've gone from upper to lower, you've got longer, your upper body's recovered for longer. So you, there's loads of different reasons, but I love that you yeah. asked that that question but there's always a method behind the madness some people are like, I think some people think that we've messed up sometimes they're like this one's 90 seconds yeah <laughs> um Nikki last question I feel like I've plateaued a bit with my weights not weight on the scales but weights but being at home I'm limited in what I can lift Gumtree and Facebook marketplace here in Northern Ireland is rubbish you might as well go and buy them new I'm not in a position yet with my younger kids to be able to get to a gym to lift heavier weights so my question is if I'm sticking to the same weights for a few months at least concentrating on mind to muscle is that going to be beneficial still is there anything else I could do to make the situation more challenging until I'm able to buy heavier weights or get to a gym um so yeah of course and um, this is another great question so we um 
we have to increase your volume which means that you're just going to do more more reps or more sets potentially so at the moment stick to the plan of action and um keep repping it out it might take you a little bit longer than than um it says but um keep repping it out until those last two reps feel really really hard um rep it out rep it out and it's also yeah. kind of fun to see how many you can get in there i um, know and that's that's yeah and for example nikki like if someone in the gym has got a rep range of 10 they can do uh, for like a goblet squat and they can only do they can manage the 10 with a heavier weight but for you you can go and go and go it might be that you end up having to do 20 you know what i mean like you're just gonna have to get yourself to that same point of failure as you would do is if you were lifting a heavier weight yeah is this nikki kennedy yeah who looks amazing oh my god her like i loved her um win the the and she sent a picky um i want to ask her if we can put it up actually she's like i've got my back revealed she looks insane amazing so so gorgeous um should we do one win each yeah okay um rosie Glad I gave myself a good walking commute to get my steps in. Love that. Smart. Smart That's move. Good. Yeah, very, very smart. Um, I like this one. Neve, I've had a crazy week with birthday parties and busy in work. I allowed myself cake and then back on track. Old me would have just pressed the effort button after the cake, but I stayed on the straight and narrow whilst enjoying myself too. Love that perfect lovely okay some fabulous questions this week everyone um if you need anything from us please get in touch um keep posting your exercise videos send us an email if you have any further questions um and here's to another fantastic week of progress yes we've got two weeks left oh my god let's go for it girls let's do it yes let's do it <laughs> right bye man Bye, bye. Bye, everyone.